What is up, everyone? My name is Stu, and I am Bonkers for Bourbon. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. Contact me, Bonkers, the number four, bourbon at gmail.com, or at Bonkers number four, bourbon on Twitter, or Bonkers number four, bourbon podcast on Instagram. I'm a lover of all things bourbon, so thank you, and join me on today's ride. What is up, everyone? My name is Stu, and I am Boxer Bourbon. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. I cannot appreciate enough the love and support the bourbon community has given to this cast. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Today, I'll be doing yet another bourbon review. Yes, it's Friday. It usually is rye day. Friday, rye day, but I got some bourbon to do. Uh, I guess I don't have that many ryes, to tell you the truth. So today, uh, the bourbon we'll be reviewing is Redemption Bourbon. 42% alcohol by volume. That's 84 proof to you or I. Batch number 022, pre-Prohibition Whiskey Revival. Let's get into it. We got any lube? Like at this point, even olive oil would <sighs> help me get that drawer on stuff. Alrighty, righty Redemption bourbon. Will this be the redemption for younger bourbons? Uh, we'll see. This bourbon was given to me as a gift from my fantasy football league as they did our fantasy football draft on my birthday. Hey, that's when everyone can make it. I'm not going to spoil the party because it's my birthday. I cry. Well, they they gave me uh, this bourbon is kind of a well a birthday gift, uh, and they know I like bourbon. This was recommended to them at Total Wine by one of the uh, employees there. And let's get into this particular bourbon. I've been sipping on it and drinking it for a while now, at least through all through football season. So let's get into this bourbon just a little bit. Redemption Bourbon. I have never heard of this bourbon until it was actually given to me, so just did a little research on it. Uh, just kind <clears> of, <throat> let's get into my, <clears throat> see if I can do a good voice here. <sighs> Redemption bourbon is bringing, wait, let me try that again. It's, I had like a positive. Redemption, nah, try it again, try, try again. Redemption is bringing American bourbon whiskey back to its pre-prohibition glory. The corn and rye grains create a smooth, balanced, and slightly spicy bourbon reminiscent of the bygone era. A mash of 75% corn, 21% rye, 4% barley, aged in new charred oak barrels for two years. 84 proof, distilled in Indiana, in the heartland, bottled by Redemption Barrel Selections, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Yeah, I'm trying out the kind of the, the big man voice or, uh, you know, announcer voice or whatever. So this is coming to Indiana. I imagine from the typical Indiana, um, you know, area that is kind of imported and whatnot. Young bourbon age says age at least two years in uh, new charred oak barrels. So it is as, you know, low of an age as it possibly can. Let's see how that affects it. Let's get into redemption. Uh, color. Boy, color is light. Light color. Um, you know, it's kind of like a, a mid-level urine. What I mean by that is like, uh, not you don't need to drink a ton of water, but hey, you should probably drink some water. It's a little um, kind of mid-pea-yellow uh, uh, color. So let's get into the nose of Redemption. That one wasn't very good. Okay. <sighs> the nose is very fraught with rye spice. 
kind of a spicy nose. Now it is 75% corn, 20%, 21% rye. So it does have a very high rye content for uh, bourbon, only 4% of barley. But rye is like, uh, trying to pick out something else. Now rye is pretty much the, the driver on the nose. It's pretty spicy. I mean, I might get a little bit of anise in there as well, a little black licorice, but let's see how the taste rides here. If you drink along with me, I say be true yourself, screw other people think, and drink more. Cheers out there. Mmm. Mmm. Hmm. So first thing right off the bat that I'm noticing, it is very thin. Uh, there's not much viscosity there. It's very low. Uh, low viscous, very thin, uh, but that driver is in fact uh, that that rye driver. It does have a little bit of rye spiciness to it. I do get little hints of vanilla and caramel, 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 uh, but rye is definitely the driver of this particular bourbon. You know, it's not a rye, uh, but I think the higher rye content is definitely coming through. Take another taste, because why not? Ooh, you know, I know it is, uh, you know, rye day, and I'm drinking a kind of a higher rye content bourbon, so that kind of is fitting, but uh, the initial offering on the palate, you are getting a little bit of acetone flavor to it, a little more kind of alcoholness in the beginning, that then, then tapers off in the mid-palate to your rye spiciness, uh, and it has a very high rye finish, meaning it kind of hits you. It's monotone uh, through the mid-palate and then kind of builds a little bit to the end on that spiciness. But all in all, I'm not really pinpointing different characteristics or different um, flavor profiles of this particular bourbon as I would uh, say uh, maybe bourbon's a little more age or character to them. It is a little one note. Take another taste though. You know, now I'm kind of getting into it a little bit more. You know, it's the first bourbon of the day. Uh, uh, it is Friday, so there'll be many more after. Um, you know, I am getting uh, that rye, but uh, maybe a little hint of tobacco-ness at the end. You get kind of that earthy tobacco um, flavor towards the end as well. But all in all, a little one note. Yeah, there's some slight vanilla, some slight ca uh, caramel in the beginning, uh, rye spice. Little bit of tobacco at the end, but all in all, it is seeming a little one note, little, I don't want to say vanilla, because it's not really a big driver, but it's a little meh, a little eh, and I think age has a big, uh, a big role in that. I'm not really getting any oakiness at all. I'm not getting that char. I'm not getting oakiness. Um, you know, there's just not much depth of character to it. It's just a little thin, but let's see how water adds to this, and we'll be right back after a quick word. And we are back with Redemption Bourbon. So uh, just a kind of a little uh, public statement or announcement, public service announcement, I guess. Uh, today being Friday, here in Washington, there is a blizzard going on. I posted some things about how Washington does not do well in the snow. And it sounds like that we're going to have one of the biggest snow events, or we're having it right now. The biggest snow events we've had probably in 20 years. And it's going to be one of those uh, days, Friday, uh, also into the weekend, where you're, we're going to pretty much be snowed in. And so I'm thinking about doing some more content here on the cast, probably doing my finals of the blind flight uh, taste testing this weekend. But I like to go live on Instagram. I did that once before. I thought it was actually a lot of fun. 
So I'm going to be going live on Instagram later this evening. Uh, I'm going to say around probably 6 or 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific time uh, where uh, I just want to go on and just maybe have a chat. Tune in. Don't tune in. Watch later. I think I'm just going to come on, drink some bourbon, and talk about some hot button items like uh, what's your favorite chip or your favorite candy bar. Probably food related or bourbon related. Related Stuff that might get people debating and talking. That could be a little bit of fun. So maybe tune in around 6, 7 uh, p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, got the water added into it. By the way, I added in, of course, I forgot to mention this last time, uh, the old limestone mixing water, the official companion of Kentucky bourbon. It's limestone filtered from Kentucky Heartland herself. Great uh, for adding water to your neat pores, no matter what it might be. Also for mixing in cocktails, making simple syrups, and of course, freezing in your ice cubes. Old limestone. Pick up a bottle of yours on Amazon.com. They come in one liter bottles. That's the best price I can find. Let's get into the nose with water added. Redemption. You know, you know, the nose, it's still heavy on the rye. It's a little bit lighter. Um, I guess if you are a rye lover, this would be one for you. But just, I can't get over the the the, the youth uh, aspect that this bourbon has. It just, it, it smells young. It tastes young. It's young. It's just, it's just one of those, those bourbons that's, you know, it's out there. It's just kind of young. Uh, let's take a taste this time with water added. Hmm. So the water has just, ah, uh, man. Eh, eh. All right. I had to take a second. Oh, computer there. Um, so the water has really made the rye spiciness just a little bit rotten. And what I mean by that is, is the, the rye spice is still there. It's just kind of amped up to a point where it's not pleasant. The rye spice is not pleasant. I will say, though, as you swallow it and you get kind of the after flavor, there's a little sweetness to it on the after flavor uh, with uh, the water being added. But uh, there's like no flavor in the front or mid. The back end is kind of this rye spiciness, but it's a little rotten, astringent spiciness to it. And it um, does have a little sweetness on the aftertaste. Um, Finish-wise, it's smooth as silk. There's just no um, burn. There's no um, aftertaste. It's just gone. And I'm going to take another taste. In fact, kill this glass. Yeah, it's just, it just, it's just young, you know. I think this is actually not bad. Uh, so, for example, uh, when I had some some folks over for watching the playoff games, um, the, the NFC, AFC championship games, uh, I had some guys who were not real big bourbon drinkers who wanted to drink bourbon. Well, they're here, right? Got tons of it. I gave them, you know, Barrel Bourbon, Blanton's Bourbon, and they actually tried this one because they wanted to try the one they actually gave me, the Redemption, and they were telling me that they liked the Redemption more than a Blanton's, more than a barrel bourbon. And I was like, hey, you know, whatever floats your boat, you know, each has their own, you know, set of taste buds. It's a free country. You're allowed to think that way. Uh, so I think maybe to a more novice bourbon drinker, they might kind of look at this and just the fact that it is a little bit shorter finish. It's, quote, smoother. It doesn't leave an aftertaste. Maybe that's more appealing to a more novice or, or new bourbon drinker. Uh, but for me, there's just no depth of flavor. There's no real character to it. This would be a great bourbon for uh, using in mixing. I'd have no problem using this as a, a mixing bourbon or like a, a party bowl of some sort, big giant bourbon 
cocktail at a party or something like that. No problem putting on ice, I guess. Uh, drinking neat, it's just not something I'm going to gravitate to if I want to drink a neat bourbon. Uh, so my rating is going to be, let's see, value-wise, here in Washington, it's about $50. Thank you so much to the guys, if you're listening, for buying it for me. I do appreciate it. I do think this is one of the bourbons that might have been new and was just being pushed by the Total Wine staff. Uh, I'll be straight honest. I don't think I've gotten an excellent recommendation from a Total Wine staff member yet. It does seem like they're kind of pushing certain brands for some reason. Um, but any recommendations I've gotten from a Total Wine um, employee, I have not been that impressed with. I remember they recommended the Winchester brand. Mm, definitely not good. They recommended the Bird Dog brand. Mm, definitely not that great either. Uh, and then apparently this one too, uh, people were being recommended uh, this one as well. Uh, so $50, that's tough because there's a lot of excellent bourbons in that price range. I guess it's $30, 50 when you add on the tax in Washington. A lot of bourbons in that price range. So my value for this is going to be a solid D, D as in dog. My flavor rating is going to be a D plus. Slightly higher than the value, so a D plus for flavor, a D for value. Now, I don't hate this bourbon. I don't hate it at all. I do appreciate the sentiment and I appreciate the gift, but this is my flavor profile. And it does say something when I have someone that comes over, and, you know, maybe it is the power of suggestion. They wanted to try this bourbon and they did think that this was better than a Blanton's and a barrel bourbon. And, and I think it may, might be that less harshness or thinness to it that just makes it a little more easy drinking because they are drinking it neat. And I don't think that someone that don't typically drink neat spirits or neat bourbons, obviously. So maybe this was just a little gentler uh, on their palate. So, you know, again, that's great. It might appeal to someone that's like that, which there's a place for everyone and everyone's got their own taste buds. So I hope you guys enjoy this review. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, I'm doing a live Instagram, um, live on Instagram, uh, around 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, I just want to go on there. If I don't get anyone to tune in, I'm just going to kind of ramble for a little bit, but hoping to have just a little bit of a conversation uh, just on some fun topics, drink some bourbon, and we will see uh, how it goes. So remember, without bourbon, what's the point? Keep getting those bourbon gains. If you're in the Washington area, stay, stay tight, stay hunkered, stay out of the roads. Um, it's bad. It's really bad. For those of you like in the Midwest, like, oh, snow is nothing. It's flat. It's flat over there. There's tons of hills here. We live in like a mountainous area. You know, we live in a, in a neighborhood called Hilltop Neighborhood for crying out loud. You know, they close our streets sometimes because the hills are so terrible and just our municipalities aren't ready for it. They don't plow that much. They got no sand, no salt a lot of times and it just gets bad. Well, stay safe out there and I will see you on the next episode. Cheers out there.